Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 podcast hi amy (laughs) (laughs) hi jackie (laughs) do you know who that was hank williams senior yeah cool all right cool i don't think that was the song that's in the ep it you can cut that out it's fine (laughs) (laughs) well i'm pretty sure it is i googled it tear in my beer there's a tear in my beer uh no the second one oh there's a second one well i i heard a few different songs i just caught uh part of one googled it and that's what popped up so i'm thinking of the one where bobby is laying down face first on the ground and hank says and his music his taste in music's gotten better yes <laughs> and, that, and then yeah. i think after that hank williams the- plays so why don't you he'll explain to me more <laughs> In front of everyone listening right now. <laughs> um, so good try, but that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> actually, <laughs> but actually, that's not the song. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Hello, everyone. And how are you? We hope you're doing wonderful. Mm-hmm. Having a good day, whatever day it is. Oh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> That's yes. right. That's when these episodes come out. Unless you're listening to it the day after it came out, then it's Wednesday. But if you're listening to it the day after Wednesday, then it's Thursday. And then if you're listening to it the day after Thursday, then it's Friday for you in particular. Right. And happy And Friday. then if you're listening to it after Friday, if you waited till the weekend, then it's Saturday or it's Sunday. Well, today we are talking all about and they call it bobby love Ooh, wow i bet that sounds real good on these new mics too maybe i'm still getting a lot of echo i'm gonna have to start recording this under a blanket <laughs> <laughs> i know mine is i, I <laughs> me as well because i've got it's a tiny room but it sounds cavernous when I'm recording. I know. Uh, it sounds like I'm recording in the middle of a gymnasium. <laughs> I know. Like, this room is barely big enough for a king-size bed, let alone, you know, me in it as well. But it sounds like... It sounds like... It, forget it. Anyway, stop. I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling a little bit nervous. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I don't know why it feels a little bit weird today, but no need to be nervous. 
I was, um, so we're talking about, and they call it Bobby Love. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I wasn't, wasn't that excited at first. I, I've never been a huge fan of this episode. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't that excited to get into it, but rewatching it, I, I definitely came to appreciate it a lot more. I think it had been a while since I actually saw it. I think we all, most of us know that feeling of that gut-wrenching, heartbreaking feeling of getting dumped or having your crush reject you or seeing them with someone else. And so I think I associated, I projected some of those feelings onto it maybe when I initially watched it. But watching it back again, a little bit older, a little bit wiser, I really like this episode. I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, you know, I love this episode it's one of my favorites and I think it's because it's so sad it's so sad poor sweet Bobby oh he's so innocent he doesn't know what the fuck is happening he doesn't get it and like I remember being you know 12 11 13 and just being boy crazy and like having the hardest crushes on people just being Mm -hmm. so into them can't stop thinking about them and all of a sudden like either they're like ew you're gross or they you know are dating someone else or they you know just make it very clear that they're not into you in that way and oh it just feels like it feels like your short life is over like nothing could possibly hurt as bad as this does I know. And I'm trying to keep that in mind because there were several moments during the episode where Bobby, uh, albeit in his crazed puppy love state, just acted like such a dipshit and completely (laughs) embarrassed himself. (laughs) And like if he said things that if a guy said that to me, I'd be like, well, you can fuck right off. Absolutely. Yeah, but this is, like, us in our 30s, like, super jaded and, like, terrified of all men. So, (laughs) yeah, I suppose when you're younger, it can seem like, oh, wow, you really care about me instead of, like, you're being really possessive. (laughs) And weird. Weird. You you did not read this the same that I did. No. (laughs) But before we get into mm-hmm. the episode we yes. need to do our shout outs yay amy yes shout outs after yes. you my lady so i have uh one from instagram and it is tree house creative and that is t-r-e-e underscore h-a-u-s underscore mm-hmm. creative <laughs> and they posted a story i know they do some they do some printing and t-shirts and I believe pins and artwork in general but they uh tagged us in a story in one of their Instagram stories and it just says one of our favorite podcasts to listen to while printing is Hoya Pod this podcast is so funny and so interesting and is all about King of the Hill do yourself a favor and give them a listen which was so sweet and I love their artwork I think one of the um one of the the people who run it is on Instagram, and it, they go by the, the Instagram handle. I'm going to fuck this up, but it's Shock Kayo. Kayo? S H O K K A Y O. And they have amazing artwork. It's so bright and colorful and just really cool. So definitely go check them out. 
and Treehouse Creative uh, Studios. They are excellent. I did notice that that was one of the creators of it. And uh, yes. I know that they've been following us and we've been following them for a while. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, they posted a them. really great little animation back when we first started. I remember seeing it of yes. um, an Alamo beer can floating in some water. And it's just so, it's like everything I love. It's bright colors, king of the hill, beer. It's perfect. <laughs> yes. And then my shout out comes from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and my shout out is a simple shout out. No iTunes reviews this week. Mm-mm. Shame on everyone. <laughs> but that's okay. I wanted to give a quick little shout out over to a follower on our Facebook page, Hoya Podcast slash K-O-T-H group, uh, by the name of Michelle J, who made, she took a still from the Propane Boom Part 1 episode and the part where Chuck Mangione's on the stage and the guys start kazooing and a big sign rolls down, she edited it to make the sign say, fuck megalo cunts. <laughs> and that made me so excited and happy and pleased. I loved me that too. so much. That cracked me up. I was like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> that made me so happy. So thank you, Michelle J. Shout out to you. Awesome. And now for... Patreon shout outs, our patrons. Mm. Our we have a new one. Patrons. Patreon. Patrons. <laughs> we got we got a new one. We got a we got a live one. And it is on the count of three, Jackie, on a one and a two and a one, two, three. Melissa, Melissa M. M. <laughs> M for mm. Mm. It's a double M. Mm. 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 <laughs> Melissa M. Melissa is joining us for the live watch party. <laughs> Which you know, this episode once this episode comes out, it'll be long past, but we are recording on a Thursday, so tonight is our live watch party. So I'm super excited. We haven't done it feels like an eternity since the last one. Yeah, I guess a lot is different since last month but it did occur to me last week i was like oh my god did we forget about it and then i realized well (laughs) time is just weird right now but yep it's tonight or last thursday if you're listening to this on tuesday or if you're listening to this on a thursday after tuesday then it was Mm -hmm. a week ago Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and if you're listening to it on a wednesday after that thursday then it was uh six days ago and if you're listening to it on Friday, then you are just a hair over a week from oh, uh, past the watch party. Right. So, Jackie, real quick, I want to uh, I want to mention this. Uh, I just finished editing the season two recap and it should be up on Patreon. Well, it will be up on Patreon by the time this episode comes out. However, in it, we were talking about episodes that we did for season two, uh, Ho Yeah episodes, King of the Hill. And we talked about how we used to do stories. We used to get listener stories from people and we would read their stories and how much fun that was. And we don't really know why we stopped doing it. I guess we both forgot. <laughs> no, I- but um, Instagram user Bender's Redemption said, 
you guys used to read uh, listener emails. What happened to that? And I was like, good question. What happened to that? We haven't really gotten any, but that's because we haven't really asked for any. So I think we're going to we're going to start bringing that back again because it is so much fun to get stories from you guys because you're hilarious and really well written. Like every email that we've gotten has been like a short story, like a like an essay that was sent to a teacher and all A pluses. Yeah. And every and everyone is well written and really funny. I know. It how do we how did we stresses get so me lucky? out? <laughs> I, could, like, I could never sit down and write an email. I can't write. I just can't write emails. Yeah, well, they suck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to write an email. <laughs> you don't have to write an email. It's okay. I promise. You don't have to write one, Jackie. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, we do want to bring those back. Maybe we'll ask for uh, what I was thinking is like a heartbreak story. I know that sounds sad, but... Or you know what? Or maybe when you've you've gotten uh, vengeance or revenge against someone who broke your heart, like oh. Bobby did episode. Revenge stories. Revenge. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that one's better. Let's do revenge. revenge. I don't want to hear your sad stories. Mm. <laughs> yeah, send us send us anything. If if there's a, mm-hmm. an episode coming up and there's something that's even loosely related to the topic of the episode. If you mm-hmm. have ever had an outdoor couch and you have a crazy story about that, <laughs> as, as we are about to see in this episode, oh, yeah. just send oh, yeah. it in. Just send it on in. Season three, episode two, mm-hmm. and they call it Bobby Love. Air date, September 22nd, 1998. And just for shits and giggles, I looked up what the number one song at the time was. <laughs> Do you know what it do you know what it is? It's still. It's... No, it's not. It is. <laughs> it's still too close by next. Can you believe it? <laughs> we went through a whole summer of jams being released into the fall, and people are still, still getting down to too close. No, just kidding. Oh, you said it. You got me. You got me. <laughs> it's uh, I don't wanna miss a thing by Aerosmith. Oh, I don't wanna close my eyes. I don't wanna fail. <laughs> that song sucks so hard. Oh, and that movie sucks so hard too. Armageddon. Anything, yeah, and any any Aerosmith that isn't from uh any any album after Rocks by Aerosmith is. <laughs> trash <laughs> oh let's see oh god he was um he was old 97 97 did so. you say he was oh god he was he was old <laughs> yeah because it showed a picture of him i'm like that's before he got that's before he got all of his like many 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 facelifts and extensions jesus and scarves so, and scarves so many scarves so many god. scarves <laughs> well I just wanted well, to bring up that terrible song because I feel like it can really place you in time. It really does. Yeah. It really does. And now we start mm-hmm. talking about the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. And I only just realized that I watched the episode yesterday and made a bunch of notes 
and I copied and pasted this synopsis and I usually go through and re-edit it so it makes sense and I just mm-hmm. realized that I didn't actually do that. So this will be a journey for everyone. Okay. Bring it. You got this. Okay. I'm scared. Okay. Bobby makes his way through the hallways of Tom Landry Middle School. He encounters a 14-year-old student named Marie. Uh, Marie is acting as the hall monitor. Knowing he's late for class, Bobby tells her his name is Ramon Tavares in hopes of evading detention. Marie laughs at Bobby's ploy and sends him on his way without a penalty. Um, I guess she just likes his gumption. Also, she knows he's lying because his name is written on his lunch bag, which he's like holding in his hand. Hank and his friends are dumbstruck by the sudden appearance of an abandoned couch sitting right in the very spot where they normally stand in the common alley. God, I hate the synopsis already. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Feel free to redo whatever you want. I mean, you know, I I do that. An outraged Hank telephones the city official and demands that the furniture be removed. But when the city official fails to respond after a reasonable length of time, and then the sentence just ends there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. The one time I didn't do my full homework. (laughs) Normally they're pretty okay to just, you know... No, I always I, I always copy and paste the synopsis, but I use it as like a, a framework and I yeah. pretty much end up rewriting every paragraph. So I do put the time in, but damn, this is all right. <sighs> so back in Bobby's world, Bobby has met Marie, this cute blonde older woman at his middle school, and you know, he uh he's a little bit enamored with her he tries like doing what he can to make her laugh he pulls his pants all the way up and (laughs) does his classic bobby bit of what are you talking about (laughs) um and she's into it she yeah she's laughing uh connie is dismayed after she puts her belongings away god damn this synopsis (laughs) connie Connie is kind of like dismayed by uh, she notices that Bobby is kind of falling for Marie and she's Mm -hmm. a little bit jealous. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Hank uh, has had enough of the couch in his alley. He wants it moved. It's it's trash. But before everyone ends up moving it, they all kind of take it for a spin. They all have a seat on it. And Hank Mm -hmm. is just like the last one to sit down. And he's just like, I'm not sitting on that couch it's trash it's trash <laughs> and i do i do love that scene because i love the groans they all make when they sit down because god i understand that <laughs> just like oh yeah that's nice <laughs> no they do they spend a lot of time in the alley that's where they hang out but mm-hmm. i never really thought about how much time they spend standing that's mm-hmm. So that's hours and hours just standing on your feet. I'm surprised they haven't brought camp chairs out there or something or just hang out in each other's backyards or patios. Um, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Right. Because like the fact sitting in a camp chair is way less like close 
as sitting on a couch together because couches you know unless it's huge fitting four people on like a regular sized couch that's fully grown men it's kind of a lot of people uh and i love that even boomhauer when he finally sits down he says to hank something like uh where what does he say sorry man dang old lucky pierre <laughs> so we get that joke again about the guy one guy in between two others yeah and that's hank it's kind of awkward, too, because they go out there, they spend time together, and they chit-chat. But it's it's awkward to chit-chat with people when you're all sitting in a row on a couch. Right, because how do you, like, you, what do you, like, put your arm back and, like, turn to the person next to you, and then you've got, like, one arm over the other one? Yeah, yeah. you're talking over someone, and they have to lean back mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they all end up sitting on the couch, like, Hank's the last one to sit on the couch, and I think Hank or Boomhauer, I can't remember. But Hank. Hank, before he sits down, he's just like, all right, I'm going to try it out. But if I don't like it, I'm going to stand right back up. And he sits <laughs> down and he does not stand right back up. Mm-mm. He likes it. Everyone likes it. They like the couch. The couch is now okay. Mm-hmm. Back in Bobby's world, I think it's later on in the day, Hank's inside the house and the phone rings and he picks it up and... It's a girl asking to speak with somebody named Bobby. And hmm. of course, Hank is just like, yeah, you have the wrong number. Sorry. And the phone hangs up. The phone rings again. And it's uh, another. It's the same girl asking to speak with a Bobby. And Hank is just like, all right, Bobby, one of your friends is playing a prank on you. And uh, oh, that's so mean. He like, just can't. Hank just assumes. Yeah, I know. Bobby has a friend that is a girl, Connie. Why <laughs> couldn't he have another girl call him? That's know. true, yeah. It's just <laughs> so crazy to Hank. But I do love this scene because when he when the phone rings, they're in the living room and Bobby's just laying on his stomach on the carpet watching TV and it looks like he's just using the eraser and erasing like through a magazine. Like, I don't know what he's doing. He's just, like, <laughs> scribbling furiously, but with the eraser side of a pencil. So <laughs> I'm surprised, too, that that kid is getting a call from a teenage girl. <laughs> very, very good point. Very good point. Thank you. So Bobby takes the phone. It's not a prank call. It It's Marie, and she invites him to go to the mall with her friends, which he accepts. Later that evening, Hank and his friends are doing some improvements on the couch. Isn't that great? That's all that's there about that. (laughs) That's the only sentence about that there. (laughs) Um, Well said. They put like a canopy over it. They lift it up and and Boomhauer is underneath it working on it like like it's a car. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Hank washes the couch cushions. Thank God (laughs) because street couches are gross. I mean, Uh I I was kind of grossed out by that at first. But I will say, when I lived with our friend Faith, Faith, who... Oh, I can uh, only imagine. Faith of the Radical Transformation podcast. Podcast, Mm -hmm. so check that out. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, and Amy used to do a podcast with Faith called Two Drunk Feminists. So check that out, too. It's Uh, gone. (laughs) I've wiped it clean from the internet. What? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Well, y'all missed out. You didn't. You didn't at all. It was me and my friend getting hammered, wasted, and then yelling into a microphone. That was it. (laughs) That's what the people come here for. (laughs) The 
I lived with Faith for a while, and man, college years, your standards really are so different. She had a mattress that I shared with her because I didn't have a bed. I I shared a bed with her for, I think, months, and it was a mattress that she just found on the side of the road. Oh, God. And it was (laughs) perfectly good, I guess, but- but back in the day, you probably bragged about that. You were probably like, guess what? I found this mattress on the side of the road for free. It didn't cost me a single dime. A queen size? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can share it with me because it's a queen. queen. <laughs> More than enough room for two people. We also, I mean, the couch also found on the street. <laughs> of course. Of course. So. But the guys are really fixing up this couch and making it nice, and and it's by the time they're done, it looks like a pretty cool. Ca- I love a couch with a roof. Yeah. What a great idea! Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, back at the mall, um, Bobby is with Marie and two or three of her friends, and they're at the food court ordering food. And Marie is explaining that she's a vegetarian; she doesn't eat anything with a head. And Bobby's mm-hmm. just staring at her. And um, he's just like, uh, what does he say? He says, well, my dad said if if uh, we weren't meant to eat meat, then what, what's the quote? God then, wouldn't have then made Then God it. wouldn't have invented steak sauce. Steak sauce. sauce. Oh. <laughs> Which I'm not a big meat eater, but I could drink A1 steak sauce. Yeah. I put that in my That's Bloody funny. Marys. Ooh. Really good. It's just an excuse to I drink steak sauce. <laughs> just vodka no, and a1 i was just gonna say no no it's a bloody mary it's fine i'm not just drinking steak sauce it's vodka and steak sauce and, and everyone's like, like oh that's fine 12 olives right. i put a celery stick in it it's yeah. fine it's good it's just a salad of olives with steak sauce and vodka on top it's really good <laughs> That sounds like something you would find in like a 1970s cookbook, but like in a gelatin mold. As oh, well. God. <laughs> if it was made of vodka, I'd eat it. Amy, <laughs> Amy, uh, I think of you every time I eat olives because I remember one time you were just like, ew, olives taste like farts. And I was just like, how would you know what farts taste like? And you just looked at me and you're just like, I'm the youngest of four. <laughs> But I do remember. (laughs) Listen, uh, so my sister used to have a thing called um, what was it? Fart finger or oh, butthole finger. I'm sorry, it was called butthole finger. And she would pin us down and make us try and smell her butthole finger. So yeah, I know what farts taste like because when you got a butthole finger underneath your nose, you taste that shit too. Butthole finger. Oh Butthole finger. Yeah, they would they would hold me down and try and make me smell her fucking finger. And sometimes, eventually, you gotta breathe at some point. Oh my so. god. <laughs> Good god. They were evil. They were evil. I know. They're really great now, all of them. Oh, we were talking about steak sauce. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. So, Marie's going on about how she's a vegetarian and, um, she uh goes ahead and orders a chopped salad and then bobby orders a blt and then like i don't mind 
Murray up until this is where I start to mind her when Bobby he's like okay you're a vegetarian all right and then he orders a BLT and then she is one of those I mean she's a teenager so she still thinks she knows what she's talking about but she's just like Bobby that has bacon in it so she's like gonna judge you now because you're eating bacon Mm -hmm. and Bobby is just like well bacon doesn't have a head and he's right but but she shames him into just getting an lt which is the worst yeah ew just bread and lettuce and tea tomato tomato Ugh. i know fuck a tomato no i mean i haven't been eating meat you know but god damn do i love a blt Mm. yes double the b minus the t And get rid of that <laughs> L, too, huh? You know what? Just a mayo and bacon sandwich. Thank you. <laughs> just a B, please. <laughs> a BB. Bacon and bread. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, after they finish eating their little food court meals, Marie walks Bobby home, and they get to his house down the alley, and she's like, oh, hey, a couch. Let's have a sit. And then I think Marie asks, like, uh, do you want to kiss or make out? And Bobby's like, okay, yeah. And so then they kiss briefly, and it means nothing to Marie, but Bobby is Mm -hmm. floored by this. And this is where he starts to go off the deep end. As quickly as the kissing started, Marie breaks the kiss off and walks away, and she's like, okay, later, bye. The next morning, Bobby is just dropping hints like lead bricks left and right, just trying to get somebody to ask him about his girlfriend. He just keeps saying, girlfriend this and girlfriend my, You know, my girlfriend likes her coffee black or my girlfriend this, my girlfriend that. And I love this quote by Peggy. Peggy's just finally like, all right, Bobby, I'll bite. Why do you keep saying girlfriend? <laughs> uh, and he's just like, I, I have a girlfriend. I love this whole scene. Yeah, I know. I love this whole scene around the the kitchen table, the breakfast table. It's so good. Yeah, I love it, too. Uh, Bobby tells his parents about his new quote unquote girlfriend, much to the concern of Peggy. This is her little baby buoy. Mm hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, in the couch plot, uh, (laughs) city officials finally make their way to dispose of the couch. But Hank and the guys are they like the couch. They don't want to get rid of it anymore. So they. Uh, make bill lie on top of it so they can't move it because it's too heavy and the city officials end up just giving up and leaving so now they have their couch for keeps <laughs> right i love uh bill uses like dead weight move yeah he just he won't he won't move and they can't get him up so they're just like man fuck this <laughs> i know hank's just like don't move a muscle bill and he just is still and then hank's like good job Later at school, Bobby asks Connie and Joseph about their plans before Connie chooses that they should go riding bikes. My God. What? Okay. Suggests? Later at school, Bobby asks Connie and Joseph about their plans before Connie chooses that they should go riding bikes, yet Marie disagrees since it's boring, which Bobby follows her as well and said that they should do something else. You got that? (laughs) Stop! Stop! You're going to pass out from not taking a breath. (laughs) You got that? So I think... Throw a comma in there. (laughs) There are many commas in there. Too many. 
So it sounds like Connie and Joseph are maybe interested in riding bikes, and Marie's like, that's baby shit. I'm bored by that. Uh, she wants to go shopping at the mall for clothes instead. Uh, mm-hmm. Bobby wants to do that, and so he bails on his friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> My god. Uh, we cut quick back to uh, the couch plot, and the guys are sitting outside on their new beloved couch, and Khan walks by, and he's just like, that's my old couch, and they're like, yeah, right, nice try, you just want this couch, and he's like, no, that used to be my couch, but then a cat pissed all over it, <laughs> so I got rid of it, but uh, so now the guys know where the couch came from, but they're not phased by it because they've since cleaned the couch up, and I think they're okay with the cat pee but that's where it came from it was con's con's couch that evening bobby and marie are walking back down the alleyway after they bailed on connie and joseph to go to the mall bobby notices the couch and you know asks marie if she wants to sit down and kiss and marie says nah i'm not really in the mood to do that and this is where bobby creeps me out a little bit because he's just like without missing a beat either he's just like you know, Marie, the other night when you wanted to kiss, I wasn't really in the mood, but I did it for you. So, Which na- isn't true. Yeah. So now you need to do this for me or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like you have to respect my needs too, which that's what Ew. he says. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Ew. It's gross. Th- it's- <laughs> Thank God she's a teenager and she's like, whatever. Yeah. You know, like just doesn't give a shit. She's like, fine. I don't care. Yeah. Almost to just kind of end the night and go home she's just like all right fine i'll kiss you so they sit on the couch and they kiss again marie is just her eyes are like open the whole time she's checking her watch and then (laughs) she's just like all right that's enough bye and she leaves during dinner that night bobby makes a point to ask peggy for some rice and plain toast because marie is a vegetarian so now he's going to be a vegetarian because Mm. he has to take on all of he has to become her. That's what you do when you're mm-hmm. in a relationship in middle school and high school. And to impress her. Become the other person instead of having your own mm-hmm. thoughts and ideas. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> he is 12. He is 12. He's 12. He's 12 years old. <laughs> I know. I know. I need to be kinder to Bobby. He's he's in love. Uh, so he yeah. is a vegetarian and he's making a point. Like, I can only eat rice and toast because I'm not eating meat. Hank is irritated about Bobby's relationship with Marie. Bobby explains to his parents that, uh, you know, my relationship is different and and we're in love and and we, mm-hmm. I bet we kiss more than you've ever kissed. And Peggy is shocked by this and, and Bobby is just, he's having some kind of a fit because he cannot shut up. He's just so desperate to like make his parents understand that he has a love that, has never it's like the hottest love that's ever been and his parents (laughs) could his parents and their decades-long relationship could never compare to his relationship with marie and i love i love this quote by peggy too because she gets caught up in the heat instead of being like shut up or shut up or you know all right sure whatever you think yeah okay yeah sure (laughs) she's like getting worked up and uh I wrote it down because I love it so much. Yeah, it's good. I've got it too. Well, so he's just going on just about how his love is so epic and their love is, it just can't measure up. And he says, you know, 
I'm not afraid to show my love. You are. And Peggy stands up and she's just like, your father and I have done things you can't even imagine. And, <laughs> and Hank's just like, Peggy, please. You can't even imagine. Yeah, I mean, for a 12-year-old, that's true. You can't imagine the things they've done. For like someone who's 30, 40, come on, Peg. Yeah. Come on. But I do, I do love that he's touched a nerve with Peggy. He really has because then Peggy, like she continues throughout the episode where she's just like, Hank, you remember when we used to, hi Hank, remember when we used to hold hands in public? You know, we didn't care what people thought and maybe our love isn't as strong as, as Bobby says. So I, I love that she, she does recognize that he's right in a sense that they don't really kiss. He's like, I've never seen you kiss ever. He's like, do you ever kiss? He's like, I bet I've kissed more in two days than you have in your entire relationship. And she's like, I'm sorry, bitch. What did you just say to me? Because she knows it's true. <laughs> Maybe not true, but he has a point. But that's got to be, there's got to be some, I mean, it's got to be a little bit normal. If you've been with someone course, for decades yeah. and then you're hanging out with a couple that just started dating, it's going to feel different right there's you're not of course you don't have that same excitement and like getting to know the person and mystery that surrounds a new relationship but right so i mean you're not making out against Ma a window like without pants on or something with your ass mm. spread open for the whole neighborhood mm. to see your business <laughs> mm. Mm. that sounds nice <laughs> that's what i picture passion as my hairy butthole against the window yeah and everyone can see it <laughs> and it leaves a little poker mark it leaves a, it leaves a, leaves a streak from where I slide down <laughs> it's disgusting yes <laughs> that's that's what sex is everyone <laughs> butthole streaks it's a butthole streak on a window but yes, uh, he definitely hit a nerve. And um, we even see Hank and Peggy at the hardware store the next day and they're buying supplies. And you could tell that this is still, this argument is still bouncing around in Peggy's mind. And she kind of tries to go and hold Hank's hand while they're in the store. And he's just like, what are you doing? And she's <laughs> just like, oh God, I think Bobby might be right. And then, I don't know, Hank's just like, fine. And they hold hands and then an old man shames them. He tells him to get a room. I know. And <laughs> I love when she's like, when she grabs his hand, he acts like she like honked his hog. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> Peggy. She just like reached out and was like, honk, honk. Yeah. <laughs> Peggy, what are you doing? Oh. In the meantime, Connie invites Luann to help her with her algebra homework. Uh, Luann is flattered, but of course has no idea what algebra is. And <laughs> she's flipping through Connie's algebra algebra book and she just looks scared and confused. And then luckily Connie's just like, I didn't really need help with my algebra. I just kind of wanted to talk to you about Bobby. And as you know, he's in this relationship and Luann has no idea. And she's like, oh, a relationship. <laughs> and mm -hmm. Connie is just like kind of trying to make sense of her feelings. She's feeling a little jealous and a little rejected and a little hurt and she's just looking for some advice from Luann and yeah, from like an older older girl an older woman yes 
And um, Luann gives her terrible advice. Yeah. Luann basically just says, if you and Bobby are meant to be, then it'll happen. I mean, Buckley and I weren't meant to be. And that's why he blew up. <laughs> like, like, there's a possibility that Bobby might explode because you weren't meant to be together. Yeah. If it's not meant to be, then he'll blow up. <laughs> and that's when you'll know. That, that sounds perfect to me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> what a time saver. Right. You know what? Go ahead and explode so I don't have to, like, think about this anymore. Yeah. I'll know for certain. <laughs> Later that night, Marie arrives at the Hill House. She is picking Bobby up to take him to a party, a basement party. They leave and they get to this uh, house and there's a party, like a middle school, an older middle school kid party going on in the basement. And it looks pretty cool. There's, like, black lights and a, yeah. a lovely spread. I saw I saw a crudite. <laughs> oh, definitely. There was carrots, baby carrots dipped in, I assume, a ranch dip. Hell yeah. That's so Delicious. sophisticated. Mm. Um, and there's music and posters and kids are dancing. And lights, like party lights going on. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's very cool. And Bobby's having a great time. Uh, and he's kind of making small talk at the at the crudite table (laughs) and he turns around and he sees marie dancing with some guy and he flips out he runs up he gets in between marie and the guy and he's just like she doesn't want to dance with you okay and marie's just like bobby get out of the way and kind of pushes him aside and she just keeps dancing and If this isn't embarrassing enough, Bobby runs over to the music, turns it off so everyone turns and looks at him, and he just, like, screams. What does he scream? Just like, Marie! Marie! God! What does he scream, though? He screams Marie! Doesn't he say something else? No, she goes running up to him, like, Bobby, what are you doing? That's right, yeah. So, (laughs) God, how embarrassing for Marie. So she runs up, grabs him, drags him up the basement stairs and outside of the house onto the street. And he's just like freaking out, crying, whining. Just why? Why were you dancing with that guy? And she's like, Bobby, we're just friends. And of course, this is news to him. And he's like, what? No, just tell me why you were dancing with those guys. And... She's like, well, you know what, Bobby? This is kind of intense. This is a lot. I don't think we should hang out anymore. And in a last desperate bid to keep this fake relationship going, Bobby's just like, no, remember, I could make you laugh. And he pulls his pants all the way up and he starts walking back and forth saying, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh. Meanwhile, she's walking away. She's in the house. She's gone. And he's just left standing outside in the night under the streetlight with his pants pulled up way too high. And he's crying. And it is so humiliating for him. (laughs) It's so sad. It's so sad. I always feel so bad for him. It's so pathetic. It it is very sad. Oh. Bobby runs home. He runs in the house. He's sobbing. He's just, uh, P- Hank and Peggy are just like, what happened? And he's just like, Marie broke up with me. 
And then another line I love from Peggy. She's just like she kneels. She's so mean. I, I this is one of for sure. I will admit this is a mean like a mean Peggy episode. But I yeah I love yeah. all of it. Um, yeah, for sure. But she kneels down next to him and she's just like, oh, it doesn't feel so good, does it? And Bobby's just Bobby's like, no. And she's like, I guess your love wasn't as strong as your father's and I. And Bobby's just like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it's so sad. Oh, it's so she's sad. Really, Poor Bobby. She's so fucking mean. To really him. rubbing it in. Yeah. Yeah. She's finally like, haha, I told you. <laughs> Bobby just is he just can't stop crying eventually he moves past the phase of crying and he just becomes like a vegetable he's just lying on the living room floor yep shirtless face down on the floor listening to sad country and western music eventually Peggy comes out to check on him and we get to see Lady Bird and Lady Bird licks Bobby's back a few times and then sniffs his butt and then Peggy covers him with a blanket. Oh no. She I think she's at this point she's like okay that he's fucking heartbroken. Yeah. Poor baby. And he's <laughs> she's realized, "Oh no, I should not have rubbed that yeah. into his face." I'm glad she did, but that's me. <laughs> Jackie, you and I have very different opinions on this episode. I, from the time I was in middle, I mean like I understand what it's like to go through a breakup and how it can make you physically sick. It is just so upsetting. Yeah. But I have yeah. never been one of those people who got fully lost in love to the, like, even the people yeah. that I was, like, in love with, I was still just like, we're probably going to break. I mean, odds are we're not going to be together forever, right? So, so whenever <laughs> I encountered those people that were just, like, just fully believed that this was, like, for life, I was like, how can you think that? How can, why would right. you want no. that? No, I, I know. And I think the same thing too, but I guess I just, it's just a baby. I know. I, I'm I mean, being too. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, I know, I know he I'm in the wrong. He's being super dramatic. Yeah. I mean, he's being super dramatic. That's Bobby. Yeah. He's dramatic. But uh, I don't know. I just think, oh, little, little, poor little baby. He had no fuck. he had no fucking clue what he was getting into. He had no idea what was happening. Yeah. He had no idea. I do feel really, I do feel really bad for him in um, a later episode, the one where maybe there might be a thing between, spoiler, between Connie and Joseph and the one where they try to run away and then he has to like. Didn't we already do that one? The one where, no, yeah. I think Joseph has gone through puberty in that episode. He's pubed. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. He's <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the one, the son who got away, the one that we did in like earlier where they go off to the caves and yes. stuff. But yes, I know exactly which one you're talking about when it's his 13th birthday yes. and he has a boy girl party. Yes. And that one, I really I exactly do feel one. that one. God, that is heartbreaking. It's, it's your first yeah. love and your, your best friend. And, and then they're just like, leave us alone. I feel I, my heart really does go out to him. And this one, it's like a little yes. bit, it's easier for me to laugh at him because it's none of those yeah. things. And he made up this relationship, but he is a baby. <laughs> so I'm going to try and be a little bit kinder to him. Nah, whatever. Be as mean as you so want. So he, <laughs> he is, uh, he's 
we're back in the living room. He's on the floor. Peggy covers him with a blanket and he's telling her, you know, I'll, I'm not going to be a comedian, a prop comic anymore. I'm never going to laugh again. I'm never going to make anyone laugh again. He's just, his world is shattered. Later on, once Bobby is able to put a shirt on and probably brush his teeth, <laughs> uh, Peggy and <laughs> Hank take him to the Panhandler Steakhouse where, as luck would have it, Marie happens to be there with her parents. And so it's very uncomfortable, but Hank's just like, you know, we can't leave because, like, you have to prove a point. It's about winning in a relationship, and if we leave, then she wins. Honestly, seeing someone that you have had a thing, like, you've either been dating or you've had a thing with, and, like, they either stopped talking to you or broke up with you, seeing them out in person when you're not expecting it is one of the worst feelings in the world. You feel like someone has grabbed your stomach and intestines, mm -hmm. turned them around in a knot, and then ripped them out of your body. It is like it sends adrenaline shockwaves mm -hmm. throughout your system. You're shaking. You are like one hair away from shitting your pants. and Or throwing or up. Or throwing up. And you are just it's, – it's jarring. I feel so bad for him. It, I know like that that moment like when he turns and the waiter the the server moves and it's her like he hears her and that's already enough but then he sees her and they look at each other and I'm like oh god oh that one hurts that one's a bad one yeah <laughs> so he spots Marie at the steakhouse and again another quote I love by Peggy she says oh is that her Oh, wow. It all makes sense. She looks exactly like me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. God. The delusion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my God. Uh, so <laughs> the server comes over to the table and she's just like, what do you have? Just so you know, we have this thing where if you eat this entire steak in a certain amount of time, then you win or whatever. And it's an obscene amount of steak and mm -hmm. at first they're just like oh no thanks we'll just get the regular whatever bullshit and then bobby looks over at marie and he's like i'll do it and make mm -hmm. my steak rare <laughs> i love the way he says it yeah. oh god it's so good Mikey. and i want it rare <laughs> <laughs> just in defiance of marie and her mm -hmm bullshit vegetarianism so they put him on a little stage and they bring him his giant rare steak and he starts eating it and he's like kind of looking over at marie and she's just like oh like just put off and like mm, uh, and he's just like take that uh, and she's just like this is ridiculous and then everyone in the restaurant meanwhile is just applauding him and cheering him on and at one point he stops and he looks like he might keel over or throw up and everyone's nervous, like, oh, no, he's not going to be able to finish it. And Marie looks so smug. She smiles and she she doesn't – she says this with her eyes, not her mouth, but her mm. eyes just say, I knew you couldn't. I knew you were a failure, just like your father. No, I don't know. I was right to leave you. I was right to leave you. You're, you're not good enough, it turns out. No amount to nothing. Nothing. But Bobby stands up, unbuttons his pants, and then just gets right back up. <laughs> at eating that steak mm -hmm. faster than ever. Everyone's cheering again. Marie's just like, uh, whatever. Uh. She even like turns to her parents and she's just like, we're leaving. 
and the camera pans out and you see both her parents standing on their chairs cheering (laughs) and bobby does it he finishes that steak he is a champion hank and peggy start making out they're just so turned on and in the the middle of them making out you hear a voice say do you mind i'm trying to eat dinner and they pull apart and we see chuck mangione sitting there eating (laughs) chuck having a solitary meal (laughs) just probably still grieving and trying to move past the explosion that they were all just involved in Marie and Marie leaves in a huff, I guess. I we don't really see her again after that. And Bobby is triumphant. He's the winner. Uh they return home and find that the couch is gone. And everyone is just really shook by this. They're so upset. I mean, Hank has been through so much. That explosion and now losing his couch, like the one source of comfort. How much can a man endure? How much? He his urethra just can't exist anymore. It can't possibly exist anymore. The amount of stress he's under. (laughs) He has to come out of his butt. I was going to say he's pissing out of his butt, but I like coming too. I'm going to come. And that does a full 180. (laughs) It's just a like white shark. (laughs) Oh, you nasty bitch. He has to squat over Peggy just to get it in her Peg- belly button. He has to he has to squat over her. Her legs are up. She's pulling <laughs> lips spread. <Ooh>. And <laughs> this is how it has to happen. Oh. Bobby needs a little brother. <laughs> I'm gonna shit out a brother or sister for you tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna shit so hard in you. Oh. A one-way ticket to UTI town. Oh, you guaranteed. (laughs) So that's pretty much the end of the story. Bobby wins. Maria's bested. The couch disappears. But during the credits, we see Bill talking on the phone to Dale. And they're just commiserating about the couch. And the camera slowly pans out. And we see that Bill has dragged the couch into his house. And he has taken the couch for himself. Mm-hmm. And that's how the episode ends. Yay! Sorry, everyone. That was a wild, disorganized ride. It was incredible and very well done. Thank you. It was beautiful. I loved it. So, Amy. I loved it. Favorite yes. quotes, moments. Yes. I got them. I got them. Uh, well, I'm just going to go right off of that last thing with the the last credits. Um I love that Bill is the one who stole the couch because he knows that the odds of the guys coming into his house for any reason are very slim. So they're not going to know that he's the one who stole the couch. So like they're, they're not going to go into his house. They don't want to. It's gross. Yeah. Uh, unless it's needed. And by the time that they finally go in there, they'll have already forgotten about it. So I do love that. Um, I do want to say, though, that. I mentioned before, like, this is one of my favorite episodes. And the the main reason why is because Pamela Alden, her voice acting in this episode is Oscar worthy, I think. I mean, Bobby, when she does Bobby, 
like screaming for Marie and being like, why were you dancing with all those guys? Yeah. And, and, and what are you talking about in the middle of sobbing and the, the crying fits that he has? She absolutely blows me away. Every time I hear it, I'm like, this, this is somebody who has felt this before. <laughs> she gets it. And she puts it into Bobby's voice, and it's just incredible. Yeah. Such amazing voice acting. And I always feel bad for Bobby. I always do. Because he's 12. He doesn't, he's a baby. He doesn't know like what true heartache and pain and loss is like. But to him, this is as awful as it gets. Like he's never felt something so bad in his whole life. That's true. Yeah. This is uncharted territory for sure. And mm-hmm. oh my God, what a horrible place to be in when you're going through a new kind of pain that you have no coping mm. skills for. And all you can do is just feel it. Feel it and lay on the ground face down with your shirt off. And <laughs> hope that you come out of the other side because you're not 100% sure if you will because right. it's new. Oh, it's awful. It's new. And you don't know when it's going to end. Oh. So I I love this episode just for that reason alone. And I was a very dramatic child and very like emotional. So any any kind of <laughs> inconvenience, <laughs> anything that I didn't like was the end of the world for me. So uh, like I, I get it with Bobby and I just feel for him so much. I just think that he is he's just so sad and it just makes me feel for him so much in this episode. I really do. No, it's, it's true. No, it's true. You don't sound convinced. No, I, it's true. I it's one of those things where it's like, I don't feel that way, but I know that I mm-hmm. should feel that way. <laughs> I do love this episode. Um, I also, I, I really love the dance party. Because it reminds me of when I was that age and one of our very good friends, Kelly, she, her house was like the party house. We weren't drinking, we weren't doing anything, but we, they had like a fog machine and those fun lights and we would blast like booty jams and we would just dance. We were like 12, 13, not 13, but 11 or 12 years old. And we would like have like a big sleepover and we would blast these jams and have all these fun party lights going. And we'd have like bread dip and oh. like, like a crudite. We were still for mac and so cheese. Guaranteed, but so good pizza and, and um, what's it called? Spinach dip. Mm. And it, and it was so much fun. And when you're that age, you don't have to get drunk. You don't have to like drink or do anything to like let loose and have fun and dance. And we would dance so hard. We'd put on fashion shows and I just thought, Oh my God, that was so much fun. And that little party reminds me of that. And I love that. It's like, it's down in the basement. So like they don't have to worry about like parents looking in on them. Not that they're probably doing anything because I feel like kids that age, well, Bobby's age, not 14, but Bobby's age, 12. Like, you're you're too, still a little too scared. So it was just a lot of fun, you know? Yeah. And not gross. I mean, I will say there are kids that age that are making babies, which 
Oh, definitely. It's horrifying. Sure. But not in Arlen, Texas. Hopefully. No, well, and I'm thinking of like my privileged upbringing. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of <laughs> we, the movie we Kids, which yeah. scarred the crap out of me. But you, uh, <laughs> you were just kind of describing when we lived together in our late 20s. <laughs> We definitely had a fog machine that would just go until you couldn't see anything in the house. So it's your it's your turn because I've been talking a lot, so it's your turn. Well, I inserted as as I do a lot of my favorite quotes and moments into the retelling. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite moments I made note of is the part when the city comes to collect the couch it's like those two guys with the big truck coming to haul the couch away and bill lays on the couch and they can't move him and they're like well just you know the trash is probably gonna come by and pick this up or somebody's gonna like take this away eventually and the camera closes in on dale's eye so you just see his sunglasses and you see the reflection of the guys in his sunglasses and he just says go to hell and they just kind of shrug and walk away. You see the reflection of them in his glasses walking away. I love that part. Uh, I'm going through my quotes now, and I have said everything. The uh, I said all of the quotes that I wrote down. The only other thing I made note of was that shot of Bobby standing under the streetlight crying with his pants pulled all the way up. Uh, just a really good animation. And mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So... I think yeah that's that's all those are all of my moms i know we did say a lot that i liked as well but there are a couple more so there's in the very beginning where boomhauer seems to say that he was like anally probed by the government Hmm? what right what is right Hmm? what is right um it's in the very beginning when the couch, when they find the couch and they're like, how did this even get here? And Dale says something like, I'll tell you what, it's those firefighting helicopters. They scooped it up out of the river or something. And Boomhauer's like, man, you know, like, brah, 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 you talking about all that? La, 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 di, da, da. And he said something about like, you know, sticking that toothbrush up, dang old anal probe. It's true, man. Happened to me. <laughs> and I was like, What? So I listened to it a couple of times. I still didn't fully get it, but it was something about like something was put up Boomhauer's bottom. Was it your sister's finger? <laughs> no, that only goes up her own bottom and then it's rubbed underneath your nose. <laughs> That's wild. I completely missed that part. It's a lot of gibberish, obviously, because it's Boomhauer, but, it, like, I only just caught it. And at first I thought, is he talking about, like, aliens? Was he, is he saying that he was abducted? But it wasn't that. It was something about a toothbrush and the government and his butthole. So, oh. yeah. So I, I, I caught on to that. If anybody else can let us know, please yeah. do. Let us know. Um, I love when Bobby is, like, trying to get them, Hank and Peggy, to talk about his girlfriend that he is, you know, trying to get, he's like, Oh, my girlfriend, Marie, my girlfriend, da, da, da. And finally, after they discuss it, okay, yeah, you have a girlfriend. And Hank is just like, she's, she's real, right? Yeah. She's not imaginary or or on a cereal box or anything. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Cause you know, Bobby likes his cereal box models. He really does. <laughs> he did date a plastic head previously, so it's a fair And that's question. what I, exactly, I thought that too. I was like, 
you know what? Hank actually has a really good point asking that because he fully made out with a plastic head many, many times. <laughs> he took it on dates. Wonderful, wonderful dates. I We could only be so lucky. I know. God. <laughs> also, I, I was a little bit grossed out when they're at the dinner table and Bobby's talking about how Marie tilted my head back and cradled it and and peggy's like bobby oh my god you're 12 and i thought oh peggy come on and then i realized no he's not talking about a little peck he's talking about full-on romantic making out the way he's describing it i would also be terrified by that if i heard my son saying that i would never say that to my parents over dinner even if my mom there have been times where my mom's just like have you kissed and like the best i can get out is just like yeah yeah i don't know and that's it <laughs> let alone like describing in detail a makeout session what what is he thinking no i'm i will be 32 in july and my mom still goes do you have any boyfriends <laughs> like i'm fucking 15 and i'm just like no yeah <laughs> oh, it's so funny um Again, I just want to say that I love Luann's hair. I love the short buzz cut on her. I think it looks amazing. And and well, wh- one last thing is just it's so sad when Bobby's on the floor and he says, Mom, I'm never going to make anyone laugh ever again. I don't want to be a prop comic anymore. I know. <laughs> so heartbroken. I do know that. I, I do know that feeling, though, where you're just like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'll never be ha- happy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we have a few listener comment songs. I'm so excited. So thank you everyone for sending those in. If you are interested in sending in your own, you can email them to hello at hoyapod.com or you can call them in to our voicemail, funk30furm. That's the number. Look it up. Okay. So this one comes from Asa aka Lady Mina 24 on Instagram. And it says, Hi, you gorgeous gals. Thank you for creating this masterpiece of a podcast. It's absolutely amazing. As a bigger lady, your commentary on the Husky Bobby episode really got me in the feels. I nearly cried. Oh my God. That's I know. so nice. Here's a listener podcast song. It came to my mind at 3 a.m. Keep on spreading the hilarity and good vibes, you queens. Asa. Again, a.k.a. Lady Mina 24 on Insta. So nice. Thank you, Asa. Angel. All right. I haven't listened to this, so I'm excited. And here it is. Listener comments. You're listening for the rest of your life, 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 life. (laughs) Sha, sha, sha. (laughs) Life, life. I love when people add their own echoes. Life. <laughs> Thank you, Asa. Thank you so much. Oh, oh my God. That's exactly perfect. Thank you. God, I love it. Oh, I love it. I'm so excited. Listen, Jackie, you know, we we both forgot to uh, post a listener comment uh, thing for on, in, on Instagram, which is where we get our listener comments until about 20 minutes before we started recording. And normally we'll only have like a few comments if we do that, but my God, we have a ton right now. And I think it's because everyone understands this episode. (laughs) They feel it. They feel it. 
Yes. And thank you for remembering to do that, Amy, because I completely I, forgot. Thank God I for barely you. Barely remembered. Barely. All right. So we've got Mozzie C137. She looks exactly like me. <laughs> <laughs> Nurse and Embers go to hell. And it has an emoji <laughs> of sunglasses and a couch. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, so Thunder Muffin and Bender's Redemption and Potted Dirt Podcast all say, and I want it rare. <laughs> <laughs> right Dude Here says, if you leave, she wins. And dating is all about who wins and loses. <laughs> Crimes Universe says, uh, Dale's collection of taped telephone conversations, who slash what they're about written on it. Yeah. King's Fam Blue, that's a new name I I haven't mm. noticed before. King's Fam Blue says, what are you talking about? Shonorama says, Ladybird licking Bobby when he was laying belly down and shirtless on the floor. Oh. <sighs> when your animal comforts you, there's nothing like it. I know. Uh, Lieberg Art also mentions that, says Bobby on the floor shirtless, Ladybird licking him. So sad. I've been there. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Liebergart is also Thunder Muffin. So, FYI, everybody. SNC Banks. Now, son, the couch is a happy place. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bobby. Himbo.fornicata. I guess your love wasn't as strong as me and your father's. Now, was it? <laughs> so mean. Pastel Zom also says when Bobby lays on the floor listening to sad country music, who hasn't laid in bed or face down on a floor listening to sad music after a heartbreak or something sad happening to you? I mean, there's nothing like making yourself sadder by listening to sad music. Oh, yeah. It feels so good and so bad. Shaunarama said, the steak eating challenge Bobby did, equal sign. Same one the jerk from Boston failed last season. Hey. I don't know what that means. Um... Jay, oh, oh, oh! Remember when he ordered that steak and then he took two bites and was like, "I'm full." Yes, put a fork in me. I'm done. Yes, 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 yes. Jay put a fork because he ate all of those uh, hard-boiled eggs at the salad bar. Ew! <laughs> that bastard. His breath. Talk about farts. Tasting farts. That was him. <laughs> App Seven Ill April says, uh, "My name is Hank Taxpayer." <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone during this pandemic is saying in america when we're like you need to wear a mask excuse me i am a taxpayer and i will not wear a mask i pay my taxes i pay my dow piss <laughs> they also say oh sorry <laughs> sorry piss piss dot rios do you think bobby's clinginess comes from love starvation from his father's distance i love a question wow where is that at? I didn't even see that. Uh, I think that, yeah, I think it's probably a combo of Peggy's overmothering and Hank's disregard. And I guess another thing that probably plays a part is the fact that he doesn't really see affection between his mother and father. So maybe he doesn't know how to navigate, like not that he knows how to navigate love and affection and a relationship, but it's like... There has been almost no model set for him, so it feels extra new and unique and special. 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 
Thank you, yeah. Piss. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Piss, for that thanks. question. Thanks, Pisser. Preesh. Preesh. Carly Giblets? Giblets? The Belcher said it best. You can't trust vegetarians. <laughs> I love a Bob's Burgers reference. I know. I love Bob's Burgers so much. So mm. good. Gracie No says, uh, is this a makeout party? Because if it is, I'm prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. He practiced on that mannequin head. He's definitely ready. Oh, that's true. Yeah. How how could I forget? How could I forget? We just talked about it. <laughs> they also say, after the second couch kiss, when Bobby is still kiss face and his hands are like, awful. <laughs> Because he's doing like this weird, like grabby motion with his hands. Like, oh, he's just kind of squeezing them. Ew. Ew. <laughs> what a mess. Detorg. Why were you dancing with those guys? <laughs> uh, Ape Seven Ill April also says Peggy getting into a psychotic competition with Bobby is one of the best things ever. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't Peggy get into a psychotic competition with is the best question here. <laughs> I know. She has so much to prove to everyone, even, Always. even Bobby. Yep. Yep. And especially herself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mozzie, C137. Buckley and I weren't meant to be, and that's why he blew up. I love Connie's face afterwards. She's just like, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Bender's Redemption just says Bobby's ugly crying in this episode. <laughs> so ugly. Oh, it is. You can't cry pretty. Oh, no. No matter how much you stand in front of the mirror and try and make it look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> one last one. Uh, some tribe says, and we know how much you like dating older people <laughs> or dating people older than you. And it says roasted. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and close up uh listener comments thank you everyone who contributed that was great i mean that was no time at all we got so many comments thank you more Uh, than we could have hoped for we had two guest stars Mm -hmm. which i don't even know if we can even call chuck mangione a guest star at this point he is he's on more than principal moss right probably yeah he's I'm going to make a note of it every time he's on, but still, he's basically a member of the cast. But our main, main guest star was Sarah Michelle Gellar as Marie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, What was that movie? Cruel Intentions? Cruel Intentions, which like blew my pre-adolescent mind. Yeah. Ooh, that was brutal. Uh, What else was she in? Was she in those... What horror movie franchise was she in? You might be thinking, are you thinking of I Know What You Did Last Summer? Because that is Jennifer Love Hewitt. I thought that I she was in two. one of those. Was she Maybe. in Scream? No. I don't know. She, she, she was all over the 90s, especially the late yeah. 90s. So I feel like she was just in everything when she probably wasn't. Uh, is she still married to Freddie Prince Jr.? No, I... No? I don't think so. No? No. She was in I Know What You Did last summer. Oh, okay. But Wait. so was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay, okay, because she was the main star of those. Jennifer Love Hewitt was the main star of I Know What You Did last summer. 
Whoa, it says that she was in Scream 2. Is that allowed? And she was in I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Hmm. <laughs> Is that allowed? <laughs> so she survived the first one. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see. Is she still married to Freddie Prince Jr.? I really don't care either way, but no, yeah, they're still married. Wow. That's amazing. They're just like boring and white enough that yeah, they should be together forever. And I don't mean they're, I enjoy like uh, all of her movies, but, and she was a real badass on Buffy, but you know, they're just, just yeah. the most regular white people you could imagine. Yeah. yeah like a Reese Witherspoon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly like that. <laughs> it's so funny you mentioned her because I was just looking at pictures of her all last night. Sometimes I just couldn't sleep. Really? And I, yeah. I, I was looking at pictures of Lena Dunham last night. Hey. I can't Why? stand her. I don't know. <laughs> she popped up in my mind and I was like, oh yeah, I hate her. <laughs> yeah, I think um, uh, Reese Witherspoon popped up and I was just like so overwhelmed by how much I nothing her. Like she seems great, <laughs> but I'm not moved it one way or another that it's almost <laughs> too much to bear. <laughs> the nothingness is crushing <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's jarring. <laughs> um, all right. Well, all that's left is T-R-I-V-I-A. Trivia, trivia. Hey, uh, hey. Wowie. God, this is a long, this is a long goddamn episode. I Holy know. fuck. Let's get that trivia done, shall we? Let's, let's go ahead and do that. Right let's now. go ahead and do that trivia. All right, Jackie, Amy. Whenever you're ready. I'm ready. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I think you might get this one because somebody put it in our listener comments. Mm. God. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) What nickname does Peggy call Hank when she is giving him his coffee in the morning? Oh, my God. I I glanced over that and then immediately forgot it. Shit stain? It was poopy pants. Very close. No, she she calls him. She calls him sweet meat. Ew. Yes. Yes, and I love it. I was like, mm, that's right. I love it. She goes, here you go, sweet meat. Here's your coffee, sweet meat. And that is the only other trivia because the other one that I had, we already discussed it at the very beginning of this episode, which was ages ago. What was it? I asked who sang the song that Bobby is listening to while in a deep depression, face down on the floor. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> Perfect. It's Hank Williams Sr. and it's oh, called oh. There's a Tear in My Beer. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, well done. <laughs> Are you ready for mine? Yes. Okay. Amy, what kind of tree? is growing in the middle of the ballpark. What? Mm. Um, what kind of tree is growing in the middle of the ballpark? Mm-hmm. When was this even from? This episode. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, Magnolia. Nope. <laughs> what is it? 
It's an oak. Oh, fuck. All right. Wait, ex- wait, where where did you get that from? It is from uh, when they're eating breakfast, and it's that breakfast, I think, where Bobby's trying to drop all those hints about having a girlfriend, uh-huh. and Hank's reading the paper, and he says to himself, well, he, like, is reading in the paper, he kind of says out loud, oh, they're finally going to cut down that oak tree in the middle of the ballpark. God damn. That's a good one. That's a good trivia. That's that why you laugh so menacingly. <laughs> that made me laugh so hard because they have a tree growing in the middle of their ballpark. <laughs> right where the picture stands. <laughs> finally going to cut it down. <laughs> damn, that was a good one. Good trivia, Jackie. Yes, thank you. Do you have another one? Mm, yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yes. Uh, at the basement party, this might, I don't know if this is totally fair, but at the basement party, there are a lot of different posters on the wall. On the wall next to the stairs, there is a poster. What is the name of the band on that poster? Do you know? No, I don't know. Hold on. Uh, the Gobbledygooks. Oh, no, no. It's Young Pagans. Which I think is a play on pagan youth. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask nope. it because I thought it was too much, but. That is too much. That's a hard one. Well, and last last question. Do you know what the next the episode is? Yes, I do. It is Peggy's Headache. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one. This one's going to get saucy. Mm-hmm. It's going to get raw mm-hmm. and weird. Mm. our favorite our favorite combos someone's gonna get rubbed someone's gonna have a headache i'm excited too because uh we're dipping our toes into peggy's musings which i love Mm -hmm. it's good stuff it's good it's gonna be a great episode cannot wait and until then until next time well until next time Please rate and review on iTunes. Please. For the algorithm. The algorithm, everyone. Please. 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 It helps. It helps us. It really does. Yeah. Every time you rate and review, that, I think, An angel makes us more visible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And yes, it does make us more visible. Definitely. Yeah. So... Uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Um, send us your listener stories. Follow us on Instagram, a oh yeah pod. Follow our Facebook group. What is it? Oh yeah pod slash K O T H group. That's it. That's the one. A lot of fun stuff happening on there. Oh, Give yeah. us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Again, our number is Funk F U N K three zero Firm F U R M. I do not remember the numbers. Just dial that. But you always or look it up on it. our Instagram. Yeah, you always post it on our Instagram. So it's there. It's there. Yes. It's there. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. And that that's all that's all I have. That's all we got. That's all we got. Also, we uh are by the time this comes out, we'll have already posted a new bonus episode on the Patreon. So sign up and check that out. It's a season two recap. Yep. We uh, relive the journey that was season two. The the long, a lot long, of fun. The long journey, the fun journey. Uh, that's available to anybody on our Patreon that subscribes, whether you're in the $2 tier or the $5 tier. 
Uh, that's mm-hmm. for everyone. So feel free to join. And we plan on putting a lot more stuff out on our Patreon. We're, we're going to really pump it full of extras. Yeah. So check it out. Mm-hmm. And until next time. Via Condios. Oh my God. We did it that time. <laughs> It was wildly delayed on my end, but I trust that you. <laughs> Yay! I love. It. You'll say that sometimes. You'll be like, "It was perfect," and I'm just like, "Yeah." <laughs> Yay! I'm just hammered at this point. <laughs> that was perfect. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I'm so lonesome, I could cry.